On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, Michigan State beats Michigan, punches a ticket to the dance. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Oh, yeah. don't you dare look back. Just keep your eyes on me. I said you're holding back. She said, shut up and dance with me. This woman is my destiny. She said, ooh, ooh, shut up and dance with me. Dance, dance, we're falling apart to halftime. Dance, dance, and these are the lives you love to deed. Dance, this is the way and when they you love get the choice to sit it out or dance, I hope you dance. I hope you dance with Tom Izzo and the Spartans for the 23rd year in a row, baby. Let's go. Let's have ourselves an episode. Crank it up. Let's Hello. go. 23 And welcome God. back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is, well, actually, it's probably Sunday as you're listening to this, and if not Monday, March Mercy 8th, pod. the year yep. is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my strapping on his tap dancing shoes co-host, Matt Sheehan. Yes, Will, I am here to boogie. I got my sequin shirt, chest hair popping. Uh, platform shoes, I don't, whatever they wore in the disco era. I, I wasn't around for that, so I I'm just uh, m- right now. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I man. hope you dance. Well, you got to do the singing from here on out because I just got a text from the wife. Okay, we're going to have to cut the singing. Uh, the baby's <laughs> almost been asleep twice now, and you've woke him up both times. So, uh, you know what, bud, Rowan? Um, that's what happens when your team makes a tournament for the 23rd year in a Tough. row. Uh, sometimes Tough. you got to sing. you got to dance. So, Tough. I don't know. Tough Them's crap, breaks, Rowan. Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. Just tell her, like, this is going to be the biggest episode we do all year, maybe. And she could just deal with it. I'm sorry, Sam. I'm just kidding. No, it's it's okay. (laughs) It's very understood. Biggest episode of the year. We started off with a minute of our just incredibly on-tune, on-note singing. That's what better way to pop this party off, Will. Dance, I, dance. I unscrewed the beer cap and I threw it against the wall as hard as I could. I don't know why. <laughs> We're not even doing a live show. Like that was for no one. There's no one watching. I, I I'm I'm fired up right now, man. This is Whew. this is incredible. That was. I'm um, also like still like I feel like my body temperature is at like 108 degrees still. Like uh, stressful afternoon for for your boy over here. Um, and probably everyone listening too. Honestly, my guy had a weekend. You guys, Matt <laughs> Sheehan underscore Sunday. sports had himself. Day. A Sunday fun day. Oh, boy. We can talk about that uh, at some sure. point. But on today's sure. show, we're going to recap Michigan State's win yeah. over U of M. Huge performances yeah. from a lot of people. Out of nowhere performances. Really just uh rocket. I don't know. A gut check character big time win. That really uh, tells you everything you need to know about uh, Michigan State basketball under Tom Izzo. That's what we're going to do. That's the plan. We're not going to talk about Ben Van Summeren because we don't need to. Mm, that's right. Sorry, Ben. Next time. Sorry, Ben. Probably Next time. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bill Barr. Go to BillBarr.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN20, and you'll get 20% off your next order, Matt. Yeah, wait, hold on. There's, yeah, come in. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, Will, it's it's me. I'm here. I'm the one knocking at the door, Will. It's me, the big circus clown that thought that, oh, MSU's tournament dreams are just dashed. Yeah, I mean, they're against the ropes. They're not even close to the next four out, the first four out. They're not anywhere close to that. They got a bunch of really tough games ahead of them. And do you know what I did, Will? Hmm. I, a diehard Michigan State fan who has gone to the church of Tom Izzo as a loyal disciple my entire life, doubted Tom Izzo into finding a way to get it done in March against top five teams. Not once, not twice, but thrice, Will. Will, I'm a big clown. I, I've, I've been I've been bleeding green and white since I can remember, and I somehow, like the stupid, stupid clown that I am, doubted Tom Izzo. Will, I'm here to take whatever penance is given to me. Um, I feel stupid, and I've never felt better to feel stupid either because uh, the boys are dancing, Will. The boys are yancing all over the place. <laughs> and it came at the hands of Michigan. That helps too. So, one time for them. I don't think... Uh, I don't think you need to pay any penance. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, That's cool. Here, this is something I wrote January 29th. We, yeah. the community around in SpartansWill.substack.com, we, the community around Michigan State basketball, have to, or, oh my god, we, the community around Michigan State basketball, have been casually discussing the chance this team could miss the NCAA tournament. Folks, it's time to hunker down and prepare for that reality. This team isn't making the tournament not looking like this. And it only got worse. Like that was like January. It, yeah. it got worse. Like the following two weeks after that. After that <laughs> game. Was, uh, after that game. After I wrote that, they went on the road and got dump trucked by Ohio State, and then went to Iowa. Played decently well. Still lost that game. Mm-hmm. Followed it up with two uninspiring home wins against Nebraska and Penn State. Had a chance to. And I remember I sent Joe Cook Sugar at the Real Joy Brackets a message. Before the Iowa game, I said, hey, if they can beat Iowa at home, will they be in the next four out, right? That Because they're off the bubble. And he said, yeah, probably next four out. They lost by 30 at home to Iowa, yeah. then went on the road and lost by 10 to Purdue, where they melted down at the end of the game. And they were 10-9, and 4-9 in conference. It was February 16th, and they were probably six, seven, eight spots away from the next four out map. And what did they do? Yeah, they were even close to the, to the bubble <laughs> what situation. What did they do? Yeah. They went to Indiana, played a nightmarish first half, and then scored 52 points in the second half, beat Indiana on the road, came home, really like outplayed and, and thoroughly beat a top five Illinois team at home. Yes. Welcome into Ohio. Welcomed in Ohio State. Didn't play all that great, but out toughed, out gutted, whatever, and just scrapped out a win against top five Ohio State at home. Beat Indiana at home again. Lost Maryland in there. Lost at Michigan, and then finished the season 
welcoming in the number two team in the country, the Michigan Wolverines, to their barn and beat them 70 Dude. to 64 to finish 15 and 11 in the regular season, 9 and 11 in the Big Ten Conference with three, yes, three top five wins in less than two weeks. Holy shit. Yep. With, of course, we didn't know this until after the game, three hours after the game, but it would have been Maryland that we would have saw in the Big Ten tournament. Say they lost this game against Michigan. Well, I, I'd, I'd be fighting back tears the entire episode because mm-hmm. uh, I'm just scared to death of the Terrapins. Um, so, you know what, though? You know what doesn't matter at all? That, that little game. game right there. <laughs> Lose it. I don't care. Win it. Go for it. I, just do, do whatever you got to do. You're in the tournament. I, the deal I would have signed with the devil three weeks ago for this team to reach the tournament, I, unspeakable acts, Will. Like, I, I, I would have done anything. Um, and they're, they're here. It's unbelievable. They're... And it's a complete testament of the program. Like, this, I know it sounds maybe stupid, but I don't think it is. Like, th- this tournament streak really, I think, means a lot to what Michigan State is as a program. Like, don't get me wrong, national championships, kick-ass. Final Fours, amazing. But there's something about being able to reach a tournament 23 years in a row that really says a lot about your program, that even in your worst years, you are still cracking the field of the top 64 or 68 teams, however long you've been doing this for, there is something to be said about you always, always making that tournament. Not a lot of programs can say that. Well, can, can Duke and Coach K say that right now? No. They're, when they're at their worst, yeah. they're missing the tournament. They're about North to Carolina, miss- last year, they were against the ropes. If there was a tournament last year, they would have missed the tournament. They can't say the same thing. Can Kansas say it? Yeah, okay. Kansas can yes. say it. You got me there. <laughs> uh, any other team in the Big Ten, though? No. Like MSU, when they're still not having a good year. They are making the term. They're finding a way to do it. And that is, what a statement for the program at Michigan State. Like, that is consistency. That is greatness. And really, that's Mr. March, man. Mr. March, I I know it's a a little joke everyone likes to throw around when things aren't going well for Michigan State. But, (laughs) nah, that's reality. That ain't a joke. This man gets it done when it counts. And he got it done this year. (laughs) And, (gasps) Lankford, Henry. Watts, Hauser. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, other players that helped make this possible, too. But, yeah, man, I mean, I, I know it's it's a streak. It's probably more trivial than anything to a lot of outside fans that don't support Michigan State. But, man, as a state fan, that's something I really cherish. That is one really unique thing that not, not a lot of other fan bases can say. The only fan base that can say that are Kansas with 30 right now, about to be 31. North mm-hmm. Carolina with 27 that ended in 2001. And Duke's about to have their thing snapped at 24. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. That, uh, the only programs I can say they have longer tournament streaks in the history, in the history of NCAA. That includes Bob Knight's Indiana's team. That includes John Wooden's UCLA teams. That includes Kentucky's. That, you know, it's yeah. I'll, I'll stop babbling. You get you get the point. It's it's incredible, and I over the moon <laughs> that, that they're doing this uh, another year, man. Yeah, it's uh, well said. We'll talk about those specific players because we we should we should talk about this game. The game happened. The game did the happen. The game happened. Yeah. We, should, yeah. we should do that. We'll do that here in a second. First word from Blue Chew. Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Their tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. It's an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor office, no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy and blue chew ships right to your door in a discreet package 
It's simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here with Blue Chew. And Matt, we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN, at checkout. All you got to do is pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Today's show is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit using promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about Michigan State, but what about the rest of sports? Well, now the LOCKDOWN Podcast Network has you covered there as well with LOCKDOWN today. It's hosted by the the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to LOCKDOWN today wherever you get your podcast. Matt. So Jack Hoiberg uh, has to start, right? Then we're starting second What's off worse? With now. What's worse? Mm-hmm. What's worse? I like where worse? this is going. All right. <laughs> Losing a game <laughs> in which your opponent plays Jack Hoiberg real minutes. Yeah, unironic minutes. First, <laughs> yeah, unironic Jack Hoiberg minutes in both the first and second half. Mm-hmm. Or... Your program getting the death penalty. Which one is worse, Matt? <laughs> I, I got to go with option A here. That's <laughs> outright disrespected. Listen, if there was any team that should have been playing, um, like the, their former walk-on turned scholarship player, it, should, yeah. it probably should have been the team that already locked up the Big Ten title. Uh, not the team fighting for its tournament life <laughs> uh, yeah. on Sunday. But no, uh, we like to do the old switcheroo every once in a while here. And uh, yeah, it's a, hey, Jack, go, go give me seven minutes of tur- Turnover-free basketball, Will. Uh, and also, and this isn't in the box score, but one nice head fake, too, from three-point land. I thought oh, yeah. he got he faked me out. I thought for sure he was going <laughs> to cock it and, and shoot it. I was like, oh, this is your moment, Jack. Jack. Let's do this. Jack, Jack, you're on the court, baby. Shoot the ball. Shoot the ball, baby. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, all right, we've gone way too long. Let's officially uh, yeah. let's host the ceremony right now. Uh, you'll mm-hmm. be the, the MC. I'll provide the, um, the accoutrement. The okay. noise, the sounds, the the music. Yeah. Um, you are going to reinstate Rocket Watts, formerly known yeah. as Mark Watts, as yeah. Rocket Sorry. Watts. So oh, let me get let, yeah, let me get some. Wait, gentlemen, boys, girls, Spartans of all ages, you've seen him on the court. You've seen him off the court. You've seen him on the court with a really confusing style of play. You've begged for him not to play. You've begged for him to play more. He's a polarizing figure. But at the end of the day, after 21 points on 8 of 16 shooting, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, just 2 turnovers, Mark Watts has returned to Rocket Watts! Man, what a game. From Rocket Watts, man, like <laughs> he was cooking, just, man, dude. Oh, it was six, prime. If it you told me, like, Watts. when I, if you told me Sunday morning when I woke up, 
that Rocket was going to take 16 shots, I would have been like, okay, I'm not even going to watch the game then tonight. <laughs> no, dude, he it effing been, brought it, man. Uh, it would have been exactly like that news anchor after they went to a live shot and the dude just yelled or like cussed like three times live yeah. on TV and they went back to him. He's like, okay. <laughs> it's yep. just like, yep. Rocket watched 16 shots. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Dude, especially after the last game that happened too, where you get benched the final 18 minutes for not diving after a loose ball. I mean, and it's more than that play, too, right? I mean, yeah. it's been a I mean, pretty bad yeah. season. I mean, who yeah. knows if that play just comes from being over the season. You, you could infer that. I mean, that, that's not a mm-hmm. crazy, like, hypothesis to, to land on when that moment did happen. But you talk about a way to respond. Are you kidding me? Like, you go from getting benched the final 18 minutes against Michigan last game for not diving on a ball to, oh, ho-hum, I'm just going to lead the entire game in scoring and uh, just go downhill all of a sudden and just – what what a guy! Incredible performance, especially 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 coming from where he was on Thursday. Uh, Michigan State is eight and two when Rocket Watts gets to the free throw line at least two times. Dude, I, like, I mean, yeah. um, step in the was, right direction for him. It was it was prime Rocket. I mean. Two at least two shots where he rises up and you're like no 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 okay good shot good shot <laughs> two just two I did that I did that like six times are you kidding no, me <laughs> two two that he made and he missed like three or four of them but he got into the lane uh, he was hitting his floaters a little bit he got to the free throw line and took six free throws set some people up you know he's not ever going to be a primary distributor or anything like that but you know four assists will work that'll play. Yeah. As sort of a secondary creator from a guard spot. You know, he shoots 8 of 14 from 2. God, I thought that 3 was in. And I had a Dagger Man tweet queued all the way up. I was ready. <sighs> and Chuck E. Cheese, that counts. Like, that counts in the little Papa <sighs> shot thing. That definitely went through the laser. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Rocket Watts, step back, jab step, 3 to ice the game. I was like, yes. that That's all we were missing from a complete Rocket Watts experience. Um, yeah, it really was. It was just, like, fantastic to see. I have no idea if it's repeatable in any way, shape, or form. Um, but he was really great. If it's great. not, honestly, who cares? Make the tournament. You did it. Thank you, Rocket. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. For it to happen immediately after he got benched against Michigan and played, I don't know. I mean, he's had a lot of really bad games, but one of his worst games of the season, especially considering the stakes and that mistake, having... Hunter Dickinson, dive at your feet and take a ball away from you while you're just kind of staring uh, at him. That's, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> and getting benched for the last, whatever it was, 16 minutes of the game. To rebound from that, to come off the bench, play 32 minutes, score 21 points on 16 shots, which for him, we're going to take that efficiency all day, get to the line six times, four rebounds, four assists. Like, yeah, you, you can't ask for anything more. I mean, like, it was just, it was exactly and? what we thought we would get from him all season like it's that type of game where you're like all right we'll sprinkle in some bad ones but we're looking for 20 points a night on moderately efficient shooting getting the line making some plays and he picked a great spot to do it dude and also this little nugget uh in the press conference as well just because sports are poetic romantic and all that jazz uh that was the first time his mom has seen him play mm-hmm. college basketball yep. in person like how? Like yeah. that's an awesome moment, man. <laughs> like, yeah, as if the that's... day couldn't get any better from like just a you know I'll say it again a poetic standpoint. Like that's awesome. And let's just transition right over to the other poetic moment that happened. Langford burying mm-hmm. a three 
that I literally, when he went up to shoot it, walked out of the room because I was so disgusted at the possession and oh, this is what I we landed on. I knew <laughs> it I was I turned in. around, I gave it one last glance and then it was <laughs> swish. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, that's, that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be for a guy that's battled this hard in his career to have that moment to just, ooh, ice the game like that. Oh, Josh, you dirty dog. That's what I'm talking about. It was, oh, yeah, it, it's just like... <laughs> I wanted to, like, fight Michigan fans that were like, no, you know, senior day is special. That's why Josh Lakeford, I hope you enjoy your fifth senior day. Oh, you think you Josh did? is going to, okay. yeah. like, okay. Sure. Like, yeah, let's, all right, sure, sweet. Let's, let's, yeah, let's make fun of a kid who missed two full years of basketball because he broke his foot a couple of times. Yeah, that's, that's freaking sweet. Oh, he just iced You're going to love the three. sixth one that he has next year. That's right. Freaking I. Yeah, that was nice yeah. to see. I was fired up for Josh. No, that um, was awesome. Yeah, just the like this dude shouldn't even really be leaned on much <laughs> on this team when we talked at the beginning of the season. It was man, whatever you get from Josh is gravy, and now it's like we need Josh to come up big in, yes. in multiple spots all the time. And he didn't have wildly, a great game. Wildly safe to say, we've already gotten more than we could ever yes. ask from him to start the yes. season. Right? Like we thought he'd maybe be like a good complimentary fourth to the big three going into the season yeah. of Henry, Hauser, Rocket. Well, titles change. It's time to step up. He's now the number <laughs> yeah. two guy. And, like, he has stepped up to the occasion the last two weeks, man. Yeah, it was in a game where he only played 22 minutes. He had foul trouble. And honestly, like, given his health and conditioning and history and stuff like that, like, I'm not terribly broken up that he got into a little bit of foul trouble, only got to play 22 minutes, and Michigan State still won thanks to a big shot by him. Like, great. Right. <laughs> he didn't have to play right. 35 minutes tonight like he's had to do. Um, and Rocket really helped carry that burden because he didn't leave the floor much, uh, especially in, uh, in the second half. He didn't start, and he still played 32 minutes. That's kind of that's tough to do. And, of course, Henry had 37 minutes and was like, you know what? <sighs> We're we're now taking Aaron Henry for granted. Like Aaron was fantastic, and we did. We had twenty right. <laughs> something minutes into the show. We had eighteen points on thirteen shots. Super efficient. Got to the line six times. Had five rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Didn't turn the ball over. His first game all season where he didn't turn the ball over was fantastic on both ends of the floor. And we're yep. just now mentioning him at minute twenty two. I think it was we had sort of uh, tossed this idea uh, out, and I think. It was Graham Couch who actually wrote something like thorough on it. The idea of him being um, among the greats. Obviously, the accomplishments Mm -hmm. are going to be different because Final Fours and national championships and and league titles is is what we measure around here. But given the circumstances, what he has done the last two weeks has been as impressive a stretch as we've seen from any Michigan State player. Like, Maybe not the most impressive, but it's up there among the, like, this person is just absolutely carrying this basketball team and is fantastic. And he just had 18 points, five rebounds, three assists, a steal on an efficient night uh, in one of the biggest spots of the season. And we didn't mention him until minute 22 of the podcast. So I think uh, I think that's a pretty salient point from uh, Graham. And, and like I said, we had talked about it before. But, yeah, like, what he's doing right now is – as impressive as pretty much any multiple week run that an MSU basketball player has had in recent memory. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. I mean, you, you said it best with <laughs> kind of underrating him in the game. Cause I was about to say like, uh, oh, yeah, Aaron Henry was good. You know, it wasn't anything extraordinary. And then I look at the box score. Yeah. 
18 points, good. five rebounds, three assists, one steal, and no turnovers. Like, But yeah, uh, whenever we go back and, and look at the NCAA tournament streak, or even uh, not a fan of Michigan State, just any fan of college basketball, who has the longest tournament streak? Like That, that ticker is still going up because of Aaron Henry. Yes. Obviously, team sport, it's basketball, but, yep. you know, we're all adults here. We can have an adult conversation. Like, he's, he's the guy. Like, without him, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-hmm. Mm-mm, no. Like, we're, we're now wondering if we're on the NIT bubble without him. Uh, yeah, Aaron Henry, Spartan dog, Spartan dog legend now, um, which is crazy to say in a 15-11 overall record season. But, hey, man, like, this... This season was not supposed to end this way three weeks ago, and now no. they're they're going to be shipping down to Indiana to play some March Madness basketball. Will I cannot believe it. Um, let's talk about Marcus Bingham and Joey Hauser in the next segment, and then we can kind of wrap everything sure. up because that was the last regular season game, Matt. <laughs> That was the last regular season game. What first, an effing ride! <laughs> first, a word from Built Bar. Built. Bar, I'm going to need about 30 Built Bars uh, for March Madness, man. Well, Matt, we've been telling you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the market for a while now. It's the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. You already know all that, but now, yeah. Matt, now is yeah. the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. I love this. I'm a huge bracket guy, not just March Madness, oh, yeah. but like, you know, every other like auxiliary bracket that you see from outlets yes. and publications and we have, your yes. favorite protein bar service. Yes. We have a Built Bar bracket. Go to BuiltBar.com or to Twitter at uh, Built underscore bar to uh, vote on these. We've got two matchups today, Matt. Hit me. We, we've got Apple Almond Crisp versus oh. Churro Puff and <sighs> Peanut Butter Brownie versus Raspberry. Now... Okay. I think I think one of these is is a sixteen versus one. Yes. And I think one of these is an eight nine. Sixteen Peanut- versus one of the sense that like the sixteen seed is still really juiced, you know. Oh like the, yeah. You know. Yeah. They, listen, they had a bad listen. start to their year, but they've rattled off fifteen straight wins by double digits. Uh, <laughs> no disrespect to any flavor in the entire Built Bar lineup, but peanut butter brownie is cruising past raspberry in this that is a trojan horse yeah Yeah. that's gonna barnstorm to the final four the interesting one apple Mm -hmm. almond crisp against churro puff churro puff matt yeah hit me with that i think i gotta i think churro puff should win this one but it's tight it's hotly contested both good flavors churro puff is gonna edge it out for me in like an eight nine matchup maybe seven ten right a little bit of difference but churro puff just going to take this one over Apple, Apple Almond Crisp. See, I'm, I'm Team Apple Almond Crisp. I just had it the other day. And there you it go. is fantastic. Happen. Those happen, those upsets happen all the time. Well, if you want to vote on this, go to BuiltBar.com or at Built underscore Bar on Twitter. And remember to use promo code LOCKDOWN20 to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKDOWN20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Lockdown's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. You can get picks picks and previews, uh, mash up those words, during the season and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Matt. 
Wisconsin finished ten and ten this year. I know. Let's someone. Greg Gard should be fired into the sun. Sure. Are, are you kidding me? That's unbelievable. I'm I'm sorry. Someone, That's way off topic. But someone tweeted this out. Um, I I forget who it was, and I, I apologize. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. Not the tweet, but the thing. Okay, one team is sixteen and eleven, ten and ten in the Big Ten, zero wins over top five teams. The other team is fifteen and eleven, nine and eleven in the Big Ten with three wins over top five teams. One team is ranked in the top twenty-five. The other team is Michigan State. That other team, Matt, Wisconsin, has nearly the same resume as That's Michigan State. In terms of just overall wins and losses, except for they don't have the quality of wins as MSU, and they are ranked currently in the top twenty-five. Truly wild stuff from that's those absolutely insane. Badgers. Yeah, Greg I, I Gard- forgot who I said would win the Big Ten, but like I know I had Wisconsin in the top yeah. two. Like, yeah, I, if not number one, I, Wisconsin, I thought for Iowa, sure and Illinois. Be a team was, be, yeah, yeah, everyone. We all had Wisconsin, oh, Iowa, man. and Illinois, and Ohio State was up there too. Which, sure, you know, sure, we sure. kind of the three of the four certainly panned out, and Wisconsin dropped the. Uh, Way down, and Michigan yeah. popped way up there to join that top group. But yeah, can can I also read Greg one Gard. more really, really, really fun fact that, that I sure. saw on Twitter? Thanks to sure. our at Big Sad B One G Sad. Uh, this is not a sad stat. Uh, the projected one seeds are eighty two and eight in games not played against each other. Mm-hmm. MSU owns twenty five percent of those losses. Come on, mm-hmm. come on. Come on, like let's. Why are we talking about MSU? Like, just oh, hey, are they going to be in, in the first four games? Or are they going to be a ten seed? Why are we talking about MSU on the four line? Well, let's let's have a dialogue right now. MSU should be a three seed if if you really want to have a discussion about it. You know what? No, 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 no. I'll take it a step further. We deserve reparations for having no March Madness last year. Put us on that two line right now. I will have no discussion about it. Put us on the two line right now. Michigan State, Matt. Two line. Two line Michigan State <laughs> against projected one seeds is mm-hmm. two and one. They're two and yeah. one against projected oh, yeah. one seeds. Now I'm going to lean close. We're 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 not going to do this right. Like we're not going to like get excited that this team can make a Final Four run because like I, I know we can. No, no, I know we maybe should, but like I pers- I personally can't do that. I no, I I can't do this right now. I'm I know I will by the time like the first round tips off. Like I'll have it built up in my head that hey, this team can actually go on a run. I just can't do that right now because I'm I'm still too fragile of a man. Well, yeah, uh, okay. no. So I want to make sure. Okay, I want to make sure we're on the we're same page. Thanks that. for the quick huddle there. Appreciate it. We're not doing that. Yeah, two and one against projected number one seeds. Three and four against projected number two seeds because they lost twice to Iowa. If Iowa somehow slips off the two line, they'll be three and two against top one and two seeds. I like how that sounds. There we go. <laughs> Crazy. Like they just. They've got a, three wins on their <laughs> resume that just don't make any sense when you look at the rest of their schedule. And they, man, they had a brutal schedule. Uh, guess how many games against in, in conference against top 11 Ken Palm teams they had? Or no, top 13, excuse me. Against top 13 Ken Palm teams, how many games do you think they had? Oh, nine? Four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten. Oh, one off. Okay. Ten. Wow. How, do, how many do you think Michigan had? Seven. Six. Wow. Yeah. Man, how is that possible in the same conference? Oh, well, I, I guess well, if you like Well, they don't have to play themselves. Yeah, right. Michigan State ah, played. that's a good point, too. Yeah. Michigan State played Michigan twice, 
They played mm-hmm. Illinois once. They played Ohio State twice, and they played Iowa twice, and they played Purdue twice. Yeah. Those were the best teams in the conference. They played them all double, except for Illinois. They only played once, and they beat Illinois. <laughs> yep. Like all right, they, that checks out. <laughs> they had one game against Northwestern, one game against Penn wow. State. Yes, they got wow. the, the, the double dip against Nebraska, one game against Minnesota, and it was at Minnesota. Like, Fun times. They didn't that get seems to play. like four years ago, man. Yeah. Holy smokes. They didn't really get to play the bad teams in the conference as much, and they played the good teams a lot. Yeah. So wow. nine and These eleven are, is, fun, is fun with numbers in segment three, man. Holy smokes! Yeah. I like nine this. and eleven. It's not great, but it, it's they got three wins that you could stack up against any three wins any team has in the country. Dude, Easy. like I'm looking at the ACC tournament bracket. I'm like MSU would be a three seed in this and barnstorm <laughs> their way to the finals if not win the whole thing. Like what a joke of a conference this is, man. Not, <laughs> Come yeah. on. Yeah, they they have a few solid teams and. That's, that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, that's yeah, very like Virginia's, generous. Virginia's pretty good. Florida State's sure. pretty good. Like, yeah. Georgia and, Tech's spicy. <laughs> oh, Georgia Tech. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Marcus Bingham, 24 minutes, offensive rating of 139. Casual. Got to the free throw line, took five free throws, had eight rebounds, three on the offensive end. And in those 24 minutes, Matt, had a block and three steals. Dude, a soul-stealing block. Yeah, that, that was a, a nice one to, to cap it off. Ooh. He... um. He continues to be very impactful on the defensive end. And, Matt, this yeah. Michigan State defense is gone from, like, they were ranked, I don't know, I don't have it up in front of me, like 60s, 70s, A 80s, maybe? They were yeah. bad um, at the beginning of conference play. And now they are 34th after this game. Yeah, let's Brown. go. Let's go. Like, in the last couple of weeks against uh, Illinois, one of the best – Offenses in the country held them number seven offense in the country held Illinois to 72 points and 70 possessions. That's pretty damn good. Ohio state number three offense in the country, 67 points on 68 possessions. That's incredible. Yeah. Maryland got them. Indiana, 58 points, 65 possessions. That's good job. Even Michigan last game, 69 points and 66 possessions against the number six efficient offense in the country is still a good defensive performance. And then you hold them to 64 points in 64 possessions, which is great against, like I said, the number six offense in the country in terms of adjusted efficiency. They've been playing really solid to excellent defense defense for like three, four weeks now. It's been really good. And it's been noticeable, too. I mean, yep. just look at the games. So yeah, nothing more to add other than that. You guys have eyes. I mean, if, if you don't yeah. even listen to the games, then, like, yeah, it's it's pretty obvious yeah. the, the changes they've made. Yeah. couple uh, bad game against Maryland, bad game against Iowa. Other than that, they've been pretty damn outstanding on the defensive end. Uh, and a lot of that is Marcus Bingham has been able to get himself to a point where he can stay on the floor, play 20-plus minutes. And do a great job protecting the rim. When he was out against Maryland, didn't get to play. We kind of saw what happened. And then one time for Joey Hauser, Matt. Dude, yeah. Uh, once again, th- this is like the uh, anyone that we slandered uh, heavily <laughs> yeah. on this podcast yeah. had themselves a game. Whether it's Bingham, Hauser, Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> had foul trouble, unfortunately, because he only got to play 17 minutes. Had an offensive rating of 156. Scored 11 points. On seven shots, hit a big three, had five rebounds to go with those 11 points. 
and just did a lot of things that we thought I had someone text me middle of the game like who the hell is this Joey Hauser person on MSU right. and it, like he's an MSU fan who texted me this he's just mm-hmm. like someone who's been watching a lot and been like damn that was a disappointment like Joey Hauser season and like we got exactly what we thought we were going to get from him effective post scoring step out hit a big three grab some rebounds and just be super efficient and that's what they got it's a bummer he got into some foul trouble and on the defensive end, you know, we know that story. <laughs> uh, oh, and he yeah, got, a little bit. Yeah, only got to play 17 minutes, but really was outstanding on offense in those 17 minutes and obviously helped get Michigan State over the hump. <sighs> Just a, a, a good effort all around. I don't know if I, I mean, Hogard is probably the only one who was like, e, let's Forget about that one. Get them next time. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Other than that, everyone made big plays, had big moments, made contributions. Jack Hoiberg got a freaking assist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one time for step back, Jack. That's right. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. That was uh, a fun. That was fun. Fun win for sure. And, and you know what? Like we didn't really do. Like we even like ripped Michigan. And like I don't feel like we should because you know what? I mean, hey, them being well, good this year. Whatever. Is a reason that yeah. MSU was in the tournament. So hey, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like they held up their end of the bargain. We held up ours of beating them. Um. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Hope, a little uh, uh, handshake emoji there. Uh, all right, thanks yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hope Eli Brooks is all right. That was not a fun looking ankle roll. That was, um, bit, that was brutal. Miserable. And yeah. Of course, it happens on freaking March seventh, right before he's about to play in the tournament. Hope he's okay for that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, defensively, they did a great job on Hunter Dickinson. Uh, basically over the two games, anyone who wasn't Kithier, they they made him work. He had six turnovers in the first game, even though he like got some points. And then in this game, 12 points, 4 of 10 from the floor, had two turnovers, only grabbed seven rebounds, like just four fouls, was in foul trouble a lot. They really made him work a lot. Aaron Henry locked up Franz Wagner today. Locked him up. Uh, put him in a sarcophagus, Will. That was incredible. Yes. Yeah, locked Did him you think that when up. Franz hit that three at the end that uh, it was time for our reckoning and time to atone <laughs> for our sins of St. Patrick's Day 2019 when we were down four with a minute left and then one? Because like, that kind of crossed my mind like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is, it's, it's our time for, for this moment. Great. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So just... Obviously, they're a really good team, but Michigan State outplayed them and looked more desperate because they were more desperate, played harder, did all the little things, got good Aaron Henry, got good Rocket Watts, uh, and got a lot of chip-in meaningful moments from a lot of people, and that was just an ultimate character um, win testament to what kind of team slash program uh, Izzo has built at Michigan State. And, yeah, the end result, Matt. Man. We're going dancing. Oh, what a dance with somebody. Dude, it's going to be awesome. Like, I get to I get to do one of my favorite things is just look at bracketology. Yes. Like, I, I've been doing it the last week, but not without, like, 28 spoonfuls of angst when I do it. And just, like, <laughs> gritted teeth. Like, ah, oh, we get Dread. to look at brackets with yes. just joy, bliss, Will. <laughs> it's going to oh. be so nice to see them oh. Oh. on the 11 okay. seed line. <laughs> Oh, give me whoever. Give me whoever. That... Oh, I Man. mean, Jerry Palm's going to have him as a 10 seed. I'm going to sob. 
Yeah, 10 seed against, uh, I don't know who would be a 7 seed. It doesn't, I don't not, care. Not Loyola. Eh, They'd probably be too good. Um, no, yeah, ugh. they're a 4 or 5. Uh, only 8 turnovers as well. They really have taken care of the ball uh, a pretty good amount. Held U of M to 9 offensive rebounds, 24% offensive rebounding, which is solid. And this, Matt, I think was absolutely massive. Got to the line 23 times to Michigan's 11. They did not foul and they drove the ball, got fouled. Henry did it. Uh, Watts did it a ton. Bingham obviously was making some work down low. Yeah, that was those three things were huge in this game. Uh, uh, yeah, and we already talked about it, but Rocket getting to the line six times. Like, that's not something that we've seen a lot. And it nope. would, came out in the press conference. I mean, Makes it didn't difference. come out in the press conference. It really came out during the game. But, like, the, the message to Rocket was get downhill, get to the lane, like, quit being afraid of contact, get in there. Mm-hmm. And, well, he got in there. He did. He absolutely did. All right. That's going to do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. Mm. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We'll be back on Tuesday where we will get to take a damn breath. <laughs> Maybe, right? Perhaps? I don't know. I, 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 once again, I cannot they stress how happy I am that they don't have to yeah. face Maryland with the tournament life on the line. Yeah. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll just sort of, I don't know, probably talk like tangentially about the Big Ten tournament. And then for Thursday's show, we'll obviously do the Michigan State-Maryland preview. Uh, and we're going to mix in some football as well in the next couple of days, whether there's a commitment or something like that, or, or we'll just find something football-related to work into uh, the next couple of shows. So that's what we'll be doing here. We look forward to doing that. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast 23 straight years into the NCAA tournament. Seems like an absolute lock at this point. Matt, what do you got for us? I got some trivia, Will. It is March 8th. I'm sorry, it is Izzo 8th. <laughs> uh, all right, so trivia. Name the former MSU football player who was nicknamed The Hotel and was the 1997 Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. I did not Mandarin? know he was nicknamed this. Uh, Flozell Adams. I did not know oh, that he duh. had the nickname The Hotel. So that is oh a my God, fun I'm fact for you on March I'm embarrassed. 8th. Hey, that's okay. You know what? You're a fan of a team that's dancing 23 straight years. Can't be embarrassed about that, Toots, can you? Yeah, I said Tony Mandarich was at MSU in the 90s. That's that's pretty embarrassing. I should know better than that. Oh, I guess the year wasn't there. Ah, whatever. Yep. Be like that I went sometimes. to. I skipped right past it. I heard the fridge, and I was like, you know, he's kind of a fridge. Flozell makes more sense. Yeah, be like that sometimes. <laughs>